Welcome to the Kendi and Rabo podcast, episode 12, recorded in Kendi's box room. Episode 12, right? You're calling this episode 12 already? Well, I don't know. <laughs> You're pretty ambitious. You called over to the house and you said, well, you sat in the bed and I said, well, what's up? Didn't even ring you. No, you know, will we, will we what do we do one? Will we do an hour? I you was having... Him with the runs to Bayesian. <laughs> I was in the middle of me half an hour, Barry White. There's nothing worse than someone calling to the house when you're on the toilet. Oh, man. Especially when the door's open and I could walk straight in. I was enjoying it. I was watching a bit of YouTube. But it would have been worse now if I had rang the bell and you didn't know who it was. Yeah. Because then the panic sets in. I would have had to taper. You know when you... <laughs> you know that? No. I would have had to taper it off. Oh, and then come back at it come again. Come back at it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no satisfaction in tapering no, it. No. Absolutely no satisfaction. And there's a definitely a decrease in cleaning as well. Oh! <laughs> Jeez, that's rotten. What a way to start. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, you do have to pull back on everything like. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the front door looking at a pair of Mormons with uh, a dirty arse. <laughs> stop, man. That's, uh, Jesus, stop. Would you like to talk about Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> no, I talked to a Vodafone fella. I could have done that for 30. Um, oh, man, I feel rotten now, man. Half the parish doors ahead of Barry White. <laughs> Um, ah, but it's days away, yeah. It's the middle of next week now when they know that. Yeah, look, I Come would have had plenty more. Sit, sit. <laughs> Can we kick into the beers immediately? Yeah, kick into the beers Because I had a Turkish delight and I'm, I, could, I could do with something now to wash it down. Yeah. I just ate it too fast. So we're going with the white hag that we were going to drink last week until we drank yeah. the gassiest of Aldi beer. <laughs> and we'd like to apologise to Faye Monaghan, who has uh, wrote into us and said that the burps with which we do include in the episodes, uh, come across very loudly in her headphones as she's walking. <laughs> Sorry, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but what are we supposed to do, though? We're drinking beer. Yeah. Like la- men. Yeah. That's what men do. And as well, speaking of beer, her friend Gail, yeah. Gail Regan, she said, how do I get a shout-out on the show? And I said, you get us beers. <laughs> So she hasn't got his beard yet, but she got her shout out. No, you flute man. Don't no. be giving her a shout out. Ah, she might be kind hearted woman now. She might go, Do you know something? I got my shout out. I'll get some Well, Gail, the next time you see me, wherever it may be, put a pint of spinach in front of me face. You'd be happy then. And I we're good to go. Right. We'll we up. have her on tick now, like we have Gail, we've given her the shout out before. What did you call it? On tick. On tick? As in like I thought you something <laughs> she owes us. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds a bit like tick. <laughs> No, but we she like she owes us now. She does. So she's in our debt, like she is. I tell you, Gail, I have no problem. I said it before, going back to prison. I'll kneecap you. <laughs> you may buy us that beer now. It was Colin Noon that got us the Belgian IPAs, and he also gave me an additional present yesterday. Oh, he said we are badly needing it. Can you? There's a white box in my hand here, a small white box. What do you think this white box contains, Mark? Um, it looks like. What the hell? Like a battery or something? Right, we'd open up the white box. Just very exciting. Isn't it? He put this down in front of me. Oh, <laughs> I know what it is. Oh, that's marvellous. A new bottle opener. Ah, fair play to him. That's this, this day is now in the room. Yeah, okay, can't move from here. Put can't it in, move. In my top drawer. But he gave us two cans. The one that time we don't need a bottle opener. Yeah, that's fair enough. But it's this <laughs> we can appreciate it later. That's great, man. Put yep. that in the top drawer. It won't come out of there. That's not the top drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going foolster in the top drawer. Cheers, your lethal boy. <laughs> Here we crack these. Wished. Cheers, Johnson. Cheers. Not much now. Okay. So probably above above any episode we've ever done, 
Um, this is for sure the least prepared we've been coming Worst into a room. Prepared. For sh- like, so if this ever sees the light of the day, it's going to be the height of drivel for sure. Because <laughs> we did, you literally landed over and I was taking a barry and said, come on, we record. I'm Nothing. still very shook from Saturday. Oh. I had a wedding on Saturday. Oh, that's right. So we talked about it. Talked about the wedding. How'd you get on? <sighs> what? They're, they're hard the to do. Did you drink the arse of it? Oh, I drank the arse of it. Well, I look. The, he, sorry, here's the thing about weddings now. What, you're into your 30s now. Sorry, I meant to say, that's nice. It, oh, that's... Yeah. I haven't drank it yet. <laughs> it's nice, yeah. It's nice. What we said about me in my 30s, every opportunity you good. get to tell people that I'm in my 30s and remind people that I'm older than you. Late 30s, probably. Like, you're creeping get, on uh, now. Yeah, yeah. Early 35. Yeah, oh man, you're on the way out. So, uh, like, really, you're probably getting invited to a wedding every single weekend now. I've about eight or nine this year. Yeah, and that's kind of small. Like, for some people go to about twenties. I know. I feel like I feel like I'm in wedding crashers, except <laughs> I know people. Do you know? And you're not having sex with anyone. No, not a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know that, uh, like, that's part of your life now is weddings. Yeah. It's not quite part of mine. Yes, it's just the amount of drink at it. Yeah, you start off. You come in after the mass, and there's drinks there, free, free drinks. Mm. So I went. To, I tore into the bottles of Heineken. Bottle of Beaujolais. A free Heineken. Free Heineken's, yeah. No, I drank, usually the I drank four of them. Prosecco. I think I drank all the free Heineken. There was no free Heineken left. <laughs> I drank all the free Heineken. But then when you go into the table, then you're you're laced with wine. Yeah. So I went with the white wine. Oh yeah. And I drank four glasses of white wine. Oh yeah, but it's beautiful. In the great, the free wine in the wedding. Because you would go, this is lovely. There's about two and a half hours. I don't have to put my hand in my pocket. That's very true. And then uh, I was at a wedding once where they put a glass. A bottle of champagne in front of everyone, a little mini bottle of champagne, and no one at the table was drinking it. Yeah. And I said, hang on a second, no. I could get away with the rest of the night without paying for a drink here. And I drank all the champagnes that were on the table. No, I was butchered at that wedding, no. I'd say you weren't well at all. Oh, man, I was turned over. That's, I was absolutely. But I drank all the, the free wine and the free champagne. I didn't have to spend a pound. Jeez, you're right. <laughs> Catch it. Did you just say that? <laughs> sorry, I couldn't take that out. Did you just say that? That's an awful thing to say. Jesus Christ above. That's going to be out. Ray just said that um, I was, you know, a right little devil at the wedding. <laughs> I can't believe the words you just said there, man. That is It's terrible. gone now. That gone. word is gone. It's an hour and a half between when the, the meal finishes. Yeah. An hour and a half between when the meal finishes and when the, uh, you get anywhere close to the band starting. Yeah. I find that hour and a half really torturous. Yeah, but we, like, we, I'm not messing. We'd be set up for 20 minutes. I know. But I don't understand what takes so long. Oh, it's unbelievable. But they turn the lights on in the Radisson. Well, yeah. So lights are on. You nearly feel like it's time to go home. Oh, it's terrible when they do that. And you're that trying to keep going. You're trying to power through, go on that transition from the white wine over to the pints of Heineken. Yeah. And of course, there's a big round of tequila shots then had <laughs> to try and wake everybody or up. Or no, creme de menthe. Oh, creme de menthe. A yeah. creme de menthe, man, sort you out after a dinner, boy. <laughs> it is beautiful. It'll put the whole gastric system back in order. Speaking of sorting me out. Go on. Earlier in the day, yeah. there was a gentleman by the oh. name of Gavin. And he sorted you out. And he was playing piano at the reception. Oh, Gav Muldoon. That's right. Oh, Jesus, yeah. So Gav was Queen B singing? She was singing. Oh, she was singing, job. Michelle, yeah. She was. And then at, uh, he was taking the gear down himself and one of the boys went over to Gavin. And Gavin says to me, he says, lads, I have something here that'll sort you right out. He gave if you a lump of coke. Wall, he gave you a lump of coke. No, he didn't. He Look, I we have to say, Gavin is a, is a, he's a coke dealer, man. I know <laughs> that's what you're about to say. <laughs> It's about time someone said it. He's, you can't say that's defamation. Ah, uh, defamation. He can bring proceedings against you. I uh, let him proceed away. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gavin pulled out a packet of Starburst. Oh! And out of the Starburst, he separated out two black currants and two strawberry Starburst. Black currant is shite. And he handed me 
and he handed Donica, that was with me, a pair of each. Oh, yeah. Right? So we have the strawberry and the blackcurrant. You and he says, now, what you have to do is you have to eat them together. Oh. And you have to taste the sensation then. Right. So we did it. So two eagles standing there at the fireplace in the Radisson, with the jaws falling off. Chewing the jaw yourself, as you would with cocaine. Because I have never, ever in my life chewed two starbursts at one yeah. time, or opal fruits, for those of you who remember them. Opal fruits, yeah. I remember yeah. them. And, yeah. But it was taste sensation. Knocked the head of me. Yeah, but you're the old sugar rush. Are you ready? Will we start the podcast? Let's start the podcast. Let's so. start the podcast. Podcast start here. We're going to go with some uh, content that has been given to me. Oh, wonderful. By oh, him. so you did come prepared then? No, well, just, I got this on Friday night. Irish ice. I went down to the pub on Friday night and I told herself that I was just going down to get the band started. But I had in the back of my head that I wanted to get mouldy drunk very fast. Right, okay. So I went down to Fiddler's and in the space of an hour I drank three and a half pints of Guinness and two packs of Tato. <laughs> the Tato knocked you. That me. was what took you off. Oh, the potato and the potato when I hit the arrow at the back. Can I actually address something here, Ray? This what? might be an intervention for you. And I'm sorry to have to do this, but I think this is probably the best form to do it on, right? Every Wednesday, we go into Fiddlers. Mm-hmm. We get a pint. Mm-hmm. And you get a bag of potato, cheese and onion. I love a bag of potato, right? cheese and onion. And you come back to the table. I do. And the smell... <laughs> the smell of cheese and onion that is coming <laughs> off you. I oh. am aware... That that when one eats a bag of cheese and onion potato, it doesn't leave yourself very appealing. No, and it sticks to your hands and everything. You oh, be smelling I, your hands. Yeah. Oh Lord, above. when do you be smelling my hands? And my <laughs> I be smelling my own hands after eating them. Ah, oh, it's rotten. I just I had to say that because everyone's been talking about. It. They've all been telling me, "Look, will you say it to him?" Like, and you've said it to me now. I've said it to you. So now. what do you want me to do? Do you want me to wash my hands and face after I eat the cheese? I and want onion? you to eat the cheese and onion sometime earlier in the day in, where it doesn't bother you. Eat the jacks, maybe. <laughs> If that's okay. Let's put cheese and onion potato eating boots. Yeah. Up inside in the pub. Because it's a stupid, it's a stupid, stupid, stupid crisp to have inside in the pub. Imagine if you're eating a bag of cheese and onion potato and then you want to go chatting up a young one. You go nowhere. I don't know how I managed to get a girlfriend at all, to be quite honest with you, because <laughs> I've been know. eating cheese and onion potato for a long time. I know so I. I, I want pubs to bring back the bacon fry. And the pool table. Pool tables are great. Jay, but there's no pool tables no more inside and pubs. No, it's just not, more, it's not making any money. You're better off putting up a jukebox on the wall. People throw money into it. I know, it. that's not a favourite song. That's so stupid, isn't it? But I love jukeboxes in pubs. Do you? Oh, I love them. Yeah, I love them because I get to go up and put on a wreck of death metal or something. <laughs> and ruin the vibe for a solid that's 10 minutes. That's the thing. Like, for the price of two euro, you get to be a DJ in a pub. Yeah, for the so, price of ten, you can do an hour. Isn't it funny? Yeah, but isn't it funny, though? Because you get to then choose the music that everyone in the pub has to listen to. I think it's very democratic. But it's not democratic. Well, it is. Anyone with money can, can be in charge. That's called capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> That's the capitalist so, society. Are you saying that the jukebox in the pub is a micro-representation yeah. of capitalist society yeah, it's actually it's actually like a microeconomic experiment, a jukebox in a pub, because the 1% get to pick all the music that everyone has to enjoy. <laughs> Isn't that mad? We just came up with that. We just came up with that. That's brilliant. What do you say about the 1%? The 1% is normally the one fella that when there'll be one or two people, that when you go then to put on a song, they look at you go, I'm after putting four euro on that, don't touch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, like, the thing about a pub is that, like... <laughs> Okay, another super cut there. I said something about the demographic that goes into a pub that I couldn't say. Cut that. Funny. As you said it, I went, ooh, controversial. No, but as I said this, I went, shit, am I allowed to say that? You're not. Okay, so that was another cut there. All right. I'm saying is, bring back the bacon fry. <laughs> bring back the pool table. That's all I wanted to say. You're rounding and that off also, nicely. Also, 
the jukebox is a micro economy inside in a pub because yeah. it shows we'll be doing a special podcast on that yeah uh, in the coming weeks yeah I think it's yeah. a savage experiment we'll do, we'll do a little bit I of can't research. believe we came up with that there that's genius it's good now I'd say now so you'd have to look into it a bit more to see if it's actually through. But it is. It has. Um, there are parallels there. I'll give you that. No, no, I'm not looking into it. I've made my decision. That's it now. That's it. That's, that's you. That's your manifesto yeah. sorted there now. It's done. You'll be running for council on that. Research, man. Oh, there'll be pictures of me up. Are you ready to start the podcast? Come on, we start the podcast. We are starting the podcast now. <laughs> now, anyway, I was in Fiddlers. I had me three and a half pints and a bag of potato, which now I'm not supposed to eat anymore because it upsets you. I was only vested, but it, it was a, it's the smell of it knockout. I did got given out to them when I came home, because I was only gone for an hour, and right. I came back, and I think I wasn't inside the door before she said from the living room, you were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's because she could smell the taste of Women and their smint, sense of smell. Yeah. Shocking. I know, yeah. She knew from, from the door that you could smell the Guinness. <laughs> And I came in and I said, I might have had one. You didn't have one, you had more than one. Uh, I could smell it off you. Yeah, three and a half. <laughs> and then you, you might actually, that, that reminds me of something. You might be able to shore something up for me, right? Mine and Nicola's relationship works because I uh, will say to her, I'm doing whatever now and I'm going to be doing it for a couple of hours. So I'm just letting you know. And then she can't say, you never told me that. Do you know what I mean? Right. right? Which is probably the same as you. Because, it, you know, if they think that you pull the wool over their eyes... That's where it gets a bit ropey. So yeah. anyway, months ago, I text Nicola after a gig, right, in Fiddlers. Mm-hmm. And all the boys were over below in, in McGargle's pub, right? Mm-hmm. Sean Riley, I think it might have been. Sean Riley texted me and said, uh, come over. We're having an old drink here in McGargle's. So I text Nicola and I said, just finished the gig. I'm going over for a pint in McGargle's, right? Right. Now I got home about half three in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, right? Respectable. She said, where where were you? I said, I sure was in McGargle's, I told you. And she said, yeah, you said you were going for a pint. And I said, oh, and I I said yeah, I went for a pint. She said, yeah, a pint. I said, yeah, but a pint isn't a pint. It's a load of pints. <laughs> if you said to someone you're going for a pint, that means you're going for a skip of pints. When you say a pint in Ireland, it means you're going out. Like, yeah. Nicola took it too literally. Right. I got more just trouble. But <laughs> in fairness, though, it teaches us a lesson. We have to be very literal. Yeah. I'm going to have seven pints. No, but you, you said I'm going over to meet the boys for drinks. Okay. I, I don't know how many. Yeah. Depends on what the crack is when I get there. Yeah. Because in fairness, most nights out stick to that reasoning. Yeah. In that I'm going out tonight for a pint. I don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to go. It could go, it could go, I could have two pints, hate the place and go home. Yeah. Or it could be eight pints, four shots yeah. and a creme de menthe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. You've, you've turned me right. I Nicola, from now on, I'm going to distinguish. I think we just need to be honest. because, yeah. But then, as I said, it's a double-edged sword. If you do tell them what you are going to do, I'm going over to McGarrigal's, we say, in your situation. Yeah. And you said, I'm going over to McGarrigal's. I'm probably going to drink four or five pints and rock in home, drunk and jump in the bed yeah. at half five. Yeah. She would have probably been, she would have used that time when you were away to get more and more sufficiently annoyed about <laughs> the fact that you didn't come home after the gig. Yeah. You're supposed okay. to come home. Like, even there this evening, coming over here. I was supposed to be over here at, like, four o'clock. Should I got stuck watching Star Trek? <laughs> And the worst thing is, I actually lied to her. When I texted her day before we started recording the podcast, I texted her and said, sorry, I got laid over to Mark because I fell asleep on the couch. Uh, there was no sleeping at all done. But what difference did it make? But you why did... am I lying? Yeah, you <laughs> did... Why didn't you want to tell her about Star Trek? Are you but embarrassed? Yeah, no, but there was nothing wrong with telling her about Star Trek. I just felt like I had to try and make a, a good enough case to explain why I went over to Mark's two hours late and now I'm missing out on quality time with her because she's home from work at six. Yeah. So now it's it's what now? It's 6.40 now, so this is bad. Yeah. So she's getting more and more annoyed. 
Right, the, we could see, we could help some people here now. No, we can't even help ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> We're in as much bother as everybody else. I don't think we have any right to give anyone oh, advice. Lord. All we can do is share our experiences. Yeah, we can share our experiences. Others, and hopefully it'll make people feel a small bit less yeah. um, like they're dealing with a shower lunatics. Yeah, maybe. We're just normal people too. But look, I mean, if you want to send us in a bit of advice, I'll happily give you advice yeah, on how to deal with this. <laughs> no problem at all. Are we doing this agony ant thing as well, are we? Yeah. And I can get the and I can rainbow. Jeez, this is this is rip roaring content here now. It, this is the the height of stuff, man. The Will pit, we start the podcast? The pit, well, let's start the let's podcast. Let's start the podcast, lads. As I was finishing me three and a half pints in Viddlers. Jesus, that was ages ago. <laughs> Holy shit, lad, we've been rambling. Go on. I got some text messages yep. on the messenger, the Facebook messenger from young Stephen Carney. Hi. Now Stephen is a young gentleman from here in Sligo. A beautiful man. Beautiful man. Plays in a band or two. Sings a few songs. He does. He'd be a hard fan of Kurt Cobain. He would. He would. He, he does, does often impersonate him. He does a main impersonation of him. Yes, he does. But he sent me some messages because he was enjoying the first few episodes Aye. of the podcast. And he gave me some ideas. Right. And, and me with the few points on me, I was enjoying these ideas. Hang on, no, you tell him this format's working, man. So let him go away and shite. No, I won't. <laughs> Told him the truth. I told him we're, we're stuck. We're at number well, 11 or yeah, 12 and we're right in about. right trouble. Stephen, please help us, man. Please help us. So he did say he'd come on board as a writer if we were stuck. But anyway, we'll Lovely. try his initial submission first. Go on. Are you ready? And I'm going to literally read it after what he said. Okay, me. I won't interrupt you then. You go over with that. Well, no, it's, it's a number of questions. Oh, and we're right, just going okay. to get into them. All oh, right, okay. I didn't know what this was. <laughs> we are so shy to prepared for this, man. I haven't a clue. Go on, anyway. Here's an idea you can do for your podcast. Are you ready for question number one? Okay. What are your top five biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> I read these and I was going, this is class. He is a marketing genius. <laughs> Where did you get him? Top five biscuits. Don't think about it too long now. From f- five to one. Okay, five right. to one. Yeah. Oh no, that's harder. It's harder. I know what my top is. Okay, yeah, but me, you have to go five to one. you got to give me t- at least ten seconds. It's hard. I love a Mickey Do. What? A Mickey Do. What's a Mickey Do? A Mikado. I love a Mickey too. That's the, the Mikado's now are the ones with the, the, the jam on the inside. Yeah. Oh, geez, they're gorgeous. Would you ever do a Mickey Doo sandwich? No. Or you put one on top of the other? Oh, I do. I love it. I love it. It's absolutely brilliant. Okay. So that's a Mickey Doo. Is it in number five? Yeah. Right. In the number four? Uh, I know my top two already now, so this is awful annoying. It's tricky now. Uh, what else have we? What else have we? What else have we? What else have we? I'm trying to think some true. Oh, do you know what's going with a cup of tea, boy? Go on. And our ginger nuts. Oh, rank. Yeah, that'll do a number four. Because you're putting me under pressure. You're so different to me. Yeah, There'd be two biscuits I'd never pick up in the shop. But this is the thing. As I go down the list, you're going to realise that, look, if it's not broke, leave it alone. Right. So there's two now. Winner number three, then, so. Number three. Would you call an Oreo biscuit? I suppose you would, yeah. Bit of a latecomer to the biscuit affair. Yeah, it's taken over, though. Right. So you like I an Oreo? I go with the Oreo. I do enjoy an Oreo. Now, the top two. Top two. Number two, Ray. Fish count. Or a Viscount, as people uh, pronounce it wrong. A Viscount? A Viscount, a Viscount, I call them. I call them Viscounts too. And I'll tell you what, I, I said this about my mammy before. She said that when you get stuff in Aldi or Little, she'd mm. come to me and say, she's the very same as the real thing. I'd eat sand sooner than I'd eat a Viscount. You wouldn't eat a Viscount? No. Man. Mint, I don't like mint. Mint no. is disastrous. No, it's lovely. I got the Viscounts in Aldi, and they are the very same as the proper Viscounts you get. What's They're actually mint? nicer. And what's your number one? Number one, Ray, is plain and simple... And I'll chalk the digestive, and you don't get into your mug of tea. But what type of chalk digestive? I get them in Aldi. They're beautiful. Oh, I know the ones. They're and nice, let, me, yeah. let me tell you, yeah. without calling the mouse, the right. ones in Little are rotten. Go away. They're terrible. 
Did not say the same at all. I think the ones in Aldi are unbelievable. My top five biscuits. Go. Uh, in descending order Go. is... Five. Um, oh, in at five, Jesus. Uh, well, the first thing that came to mind there was an elite. Ah, you're gone. For God's sake, Ray. <laughs> I know they're very, they're very fancy biscuits. Jesus, fair fancy, boy. Yeah. And elite. elite at number five. They're shite as Maryland well. Cookie at number four. What? Yeah. What's that? Maryland cookies. Oh, Maryland cookie. Okay. How is it different? I said Maryland and you said Maryland. Well, because it's pronounced Maryland. <laughs> oh, all right. It's Maryland. <laughs> Maryland. It's Maryland cookies. A Maryland cookie. I wish I said that one. It got yeah. me excited. Oh, now. yeah. So that's, Shit. that's right. And eat a Maryland cookie. Yeah. Um, in at number three. Yeah. Oh, I have it. Wait a second now. Come up. Oh, fig roll. Oh, fig roll. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> this just gets me so excited. I love a fucking big roll. Big too. roll, yeah. A big roll, it's the ultimate after delight for after a bit of sausage sandwich. If you have a sausage is sandwich, a fig roll is the ultimate thing to have it, after. Try it, it, folks, at home. Get yourself a sausage sandwich. Any sausage. I say Malin's is your best bet. <laughs> Go for a Malin sausage sandwich on, on, on Brendan's bread, a yep. uh, whole meal, and then have a fig roll or two after it. I you tell you, it, it'll take the sausage right out of your mouth. Oh, you can't get the sausage out of your mouth, boy. <laughs> In at number two. Go on. Number two would have to be a Jaffa cake. Oh. A Centra Jaffa cake. Places. Yes. A Centra Jaffa cake. Way nicer the than the McFitties. The king of all Jaffa yeah. cakes. Let your Jacobs and yeah. your McFitties, let them go and shite. Yeah. Jacobs and McFitties, yeah. whoever, whoever make the normal standard Jaffa cakes, can go and eat a yeah, shite. They need to go and talk to Centra, yeah. Aldi, Lidl, all the cheaper Jaffa cakes. And find out how they're doing it. And find out what they're doing and find out where they went wrong all yeah. them years ago. I contemplated the Jaffa cake, man. It's a beautiful fucking yeah. biscuit. But I have to say... In number one, chocolate digestive. Yeah, McVitie's though. You so, go to the McVitie's. Oh, I have to go to McVitie's. Yeah. Would you do the double chuck? Oh, if it's there, <laughs> it's normally about a euro cheaper than the other ones. Is it? Yeah, for some strange reason they can't they can't sell them. So they're on offer all the time. Yeah, because people do be watching their weight. They're only getting I'll double chuck. Why. Yeah, but I'll tell you why they can't they can't sell them, Ray. Because Irish people want to be left alone and eat eat what they're used to eating, which is the chocolate digestive. Mm. Yeah, I suppose. I'm telling you, we both had the same one at number one there. There's a nice. reason for that. Like. That just shows you. you we're diverse, but it. we're the same. If it's not broke, leave it alone, bye. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah, I've, man, that got me pure excited. Look well, this me. one's going to be shorter now. My blood is boiling. I want, we'll go, we won't go top five in this one. We'll go top three. Stephen Candy, fair play to you. You're getting the two boys pure riled up. Top go three on. crisps. Yeah. Top three crisps. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> or do you want to go top five? No, no. Top three crisps. Today? Right, no, top three. Top t- uh, no, but crisps now is my specialty. More oh, very nice. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mine no. never, do you want me to go first? No, what? yeah, you can go first. I know what my three are already. Walker's King, Tato. Lovely. That's me. No, but would you not go into the more detail of what crisp like you would like to eat? Oh, flavour. Yeah, flavour. Which is not interesting. You'd be top two. Salt and vinegar. Well, yours cheese is cheese and onion. No, no, but okay, well, look, I'll tell you what I mean by that, right? Right. I'm a connoisseur of the crisp, man. I do get. Uh, I don't buy a bag of crisps. <laughs> I buy two bags. <laughs> and I buy two different bags to change the flavour halfway through the car journey. Oh. So. No. I never heard anyone doing that before. I will, I will get a cheese and onion, right? And yeah. that is my number three for sure. Taste cheese and onion. Right. Is you wouldn't be inclined to go walkers or king. No, no, I would. I would. Not Walkers anymore. They changed their flavour and wrecked the crisp. They're right? only good with a Subway. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. A Walker's that's baked. Thing. That's a Subway thing. I was going to say that. Yeah. When you're eating a sandwich, you can't eat a sandwich without a lump of crisp beside it. Yeah. And Hunky Dories oh. are the ultimate crisp to have beside your sandwich. Is it, it is a Hunky Dory. The one with the ribbons. Yeah. 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 That's right. the one to have beside your sandwich. It's yeah. the only one to have beside your sandwich. Yeah. Right? Number three, Ray, yeah. no, is the Tato. Right. Yeah, right. What's cheese and onion. Now, I wouldn't eat it in Fiddler's Creek when there's a load of people around me, right? <laughs> but That's a dig. My number two is a bag of meanies. I do love a bag of meanies because oh. it's pure light. 
It's pure light. Puck. No, it's beautiful. Rotten. No, well, you can't. You put rotten. them in your mouth and they, evince, they, they, they just, just evaporate in your teeth. Oh, they're beautiful. Oh, yeah, And yeah. I'm picking them out of my teeth for hours yeah. after. It's Even if they're for me a meanie, would you like a meanie? And sometimes she'd insist they take one. Yeah. And I, my mouth wouldn't be the same for about an hour after. <laughs> I I'd have know. to go brush my teeth twice. Uh, the hot lips are worse for that as well, boy. Don't tell me they're number one. No, they're not number no, one. No, what's number one? Anyway, number one is... Uh, Don't say Mighty Munch. I'm not going to say the Mighty Munch. Good. Walkers... Not the cheese and onion because they change the flavour. Right. Prawn cocktail. Oh, you love oh, it, but you've said that before now. You enjoy a prawn cocktail. Christ. I don't know how to do it. It is the <laughs> nicest. I'm actually... So I uh, catch you in the car. I salivate. No, I'm thinking about it. With a prawn cocktail. We'll go up to Calter after yeah, this now. Lovely, we'll thanks, yeah. Um You'd be sitting there with the prawn cocktail and halfway through you'd tear into the cheese and onion. Yeah, no. No, no, I do the cheese and onion first. Right. right? Because the prawn cocktail is the crescendo. <laughs> So this is what I do on my car journeys. I go in to a shop. Yeah. I get a bottle of Coke. Yeah. Turkish delight. And then I get the cheese and onion tato and the Walker's prawn cocktail. Right. And I ate the cheese and onion. Right? Right. Because they're just a normal cheese and onion bag. Then I ate four squares of the Turkish. Jesus. Right? And then, then I'm there. Right? And I eat the bag of prawn cocktail. And then... You come back... I ate the last four squares of the chocolate then as well. well all whilst taking mouthfuls of Coca-Cola in the middle of it all. I ha- I'm going to have diabetes. And, <laughs> I just know I am. And as you said yourself, you've noticed that the shirts have gotten a little tighter around yeah, the neck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get the little arsheen into those oh, jeans anymore. Shit. I know. That's ter- I have to stop. Like, if there's any dietitians out there... That's just going to say, if a doctor or anyone's listening to this, they're going, what is wrong is with you? Bad? Is it that is bad? Is it bad? Like, We're moving on. Go on. We stick to top three because time time restraints. Uh, Your top three cure. hangover cures. Oh shite! I know what number one is. Top three hangover cures. Yeah. What oh. do you do when you're real dying? Okay, Lucas Aid. Yeah. Is I'm not going to put it at number one, but it's up there now. I might put Lucas Aid at number two now. Let me Brand, what, what about three then? So you're throwing this on me now. I'll tell you one. Go on. A BLT sandwich. No. No. A BLT. Yeah. Come out of it. Let us rabbit food. <laughs> Jesus, Ray, you can't be in rabbit food a hangover, boy. Come out of it. That's too healthy. Right. I know what my number one is, and it's not a fucking BLT anyway. What is I it? know, I, I had number three there in my head as well. It's a straightforward oh, try, isn't it? Number three right. is uh, a film where you don't have to think. Okay. So a stupid film that you yeah, can leave your brain outside the door. Right. Right? So I'm talking action films, Mission Impossible, Police academies, all those things turn right. off the brain. Right, unbelievable for a hangover. The Bourne Legacy, all the, that, all them Bourne. All films. the stuff where there's no plot, like yeah, like I don't want to be watching Making a Murderer now when I have a hangover because you have to think too much. Right, right. Now number two, number two is the Lucas Aid. Yeah. Now they change the flavor of the Lucas Aid now, and they're fair vex people, right? I they cut half the sugar out of it. Right. And Diabetes Ireland, <laughs> right. Big shout out to the lads there in Diabetes Ireland. Diabetes Ireland were on the radio giving out saying that we recommend Lucasaid to people who have diabetes to keep their blood sugar high. Well, and now we can't do it no more because you have half the sugar in ah. it. And they were saying, this is a disaster. I never heard that. That's the truth. No, I heard them on the news talk. Number one is... Number old, one, Mark Kennedy's number one hangover cure. Chinese. No way. I swear, you and your BLT, man, you may go and shite. A Chinese... Is the best cure for a hangover you'll ever have. What time of the day would you have that at? You'd have to be having it while you're sitting on the couch. And let me tell you why. You want to order it and not drive and guess it. 
You want some some man to drop it over to you? It has to be dropped to the house. Right. And you have to make sure that you are willing to be stuck to the couch for four hours after you've eaten it. Oh, so you have to have that space in your schedule? Yeah. Top three TV shows when you were a kid. All right, okay. I have to think I'll, back. I'll, 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 tear, I'll tear into this. Yeah, you can tear into it, yeah. I, I have to think back. I have to think back. Um, I don't know what order they'd be in. Okay. I'd have to give Looney Tunes a shout-out. In you? all their very... Yeah, them yeah. little five-minute shorts. Yeah. Now, you see, I'm very old now, so that would have been all the... Be- <laughs> yeah. And Animaniacs. Do you watch it in black and white? I'm a massive fan of Animaniacs. Oh, Animaniacs was good, yeah. Animaniacs was, was just yeah. marvellous. Yeah. What else, though, then? I actually have mine, though. Captain Planet was enjoyable. Yeah. I never... I don't know what Captain Planet is. You know what Captain Planet No. No. I didn't want the 70s TV, Ray. It's not... I just... Thanks. <laughs> What's yours? No, you have to get another one. Oh, Captain Planet, you said. I, th- I think so. I might think of more here. This is great. This is actually a just in my head. I'm, it's actually woke me up, these <laughs> questions. Right. Seriously, because it's making me think like vigorously. Yeah. Yeah. Number three was, for sure, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I was fond of that too. Right. And it's on now and I can't bring myself to watch it. I watch it still. Do you? It's very good. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Did Savage. you watch that? Yeah, I watched a bit of it, yeah. I don't remember any of that stuff, though. It was too long ago. Johnny Bravo? Johnny Bravo was marvellous. It yeah. was a marvellous show. Uh, what do you call the... The Brainy and the Bunch, or whatever it was called. The, the Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain is Animaniacs. But then again, they had their own yeah. spin-off, didn't they? Yeah, they had the two of them. Just the two of them, yeah. Um, fair play to them. Yeah. It's great that they had the star power to get their own show. Um, no, but we're missing the big, the biggest one. I'll tell you my number two, and then I'll tell you the biggest one that we're forgetting. It's you won't, you won't have watched this. All right, right? okay. But it's still, you can't... Mention childhood TVs, Go on. especially for kids in their twenties. Without mentioning this one, number two. Let's go. No, number two was Saved by the Bell, right? I, oh, I yeah. loved Saved by the Bell. Yeah, it was absolutely a good evening. Watching you started that. out with nothing, now you're coming to under something. Now you got to get together on time. <laughs> by the time I left the books and gave myself the looks, I knew I wouldn't get to school on time. That one. Oh yeah, I remember it. Yeah. That was a great one. Number one. Go on. Pokemon. Pokemon. That took over the world in it the did early admit, 90s. It did admit, yeah, yeah. It did. It yeah. took over the world in the early 90s. And then the Pokemon cards came out, like... And they're still going. That, that was the fortnight of my childhood. Pokemon. Pokemon cards. Do you remember when the game came out where you could play it on your phone or something? Yeah. People were getting it off. Pokemon Go. Walking around parks late yeah. at night, getting robbed and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's still, <laughs> there's still people are still playing it. Now, I like this one now. Top five things to keep you occupied when you're in the jacks. So when you're having a to- uh, 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 Tom Hank... Yeah. No, not a Tom Hank. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say a Brad Pitt. I would, I would presume that would keep you occupied enough. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say a Brad Pitt or a Barry White or all them. I got to stop with these. When you're having a shite. <laughs> What keeps me occupied? Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, he used to be reading a shampoo bottle. That's what he said in the message. He said, is it, is it reading shampoo bottles or, or bottles of bleach? No, that's funny, man. I used to read the shampoo bottle. Yeah. You did not. Yeah, but that's what used to happen. You is it any wonder you turned out the way you did? <laughs> There's no top five, like. Yeah, I go on my phone. What do you do on your phone? But I don't go on to Facebook or Instagram. No. no. I go on to YouTube. Yeah. Now, when I'm, having, when I'm doing that, <laughs> 40 minutes isn't long enough. Do you find that? I do do it, and then... So I do do. Yeah. And then I do settle myself. And I do... That's like... That's a half an hour that no one can take off you. Now, you nearly took it off me today by bursting into the house. I'm sorry, were you at the end of it? I had... Yeah, I didn't need to taper or anything like that. It was all done. But if my phone rings, I can actually go, no, I'm not answering that because I'm actually in the middle of a curly zoo. I'm not 
good. I'm not answering that phone. You know? Yeah. The, so I'll stay in there as long as I can. And I'll watch old videos on YouTube. I of, find myself watching stuff, all right? Yeah. I find myself watching bits and pieces. Yeah. And uh, reading stuff. It'd be great reading the old history and whatnot. You know, into, in, launching into Wikipedia and getting lost in it. Would you, yeah? To, yeah, and the funny thing is, though, you do get you get distracted because you could be 10 minutes done. Yeah. And, oh, then you, um, yeah. and then you go, what am I at? Why am yeah. I still sitting here? Yeah, yeah. But and then all of, all of nowhere, another poo will come. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going, oh! And then you're kind of, you nearly, you nearly think you got one over on yourself. Uh, and they go, no, you would have you surprised me with that now. I would have been out of here a half an hour and I would have needed to go again. <laughs> all because of this phantom poo that lands a half an hour after. Really? <laughs> like, how far downhill have we gone that we have talked about shite so much on this episode? We're losing it by. I'm debating whether or not to tell the ultimate story. Okay. It's in relation to poo. But then you have to tell us. Nah, I don't know. I, can't, I don't think I can. Ray, you've already told a story on this when you shit yourself in, on a stage playing I know. music. This is worse. I, I can't tell it. Ah! No. <laughs> Ray, okay, well, look, if yours is the ultimate story. I've been years trying to come to terms with telling the story. Okay, well, I, I'll tell one first if you want to, because I have a poo story too. And then Are we going to exchange poo stories? We're going to exchange poo stories, lads. Episode 12 could be the because best episode ever. You reckon yours is unbelievable, right? It's not unbelievable, it's terrible. It's okay. not something that, okay, that well, I mine, should be... Mine is almost terrible, so I, I'll tell mine. Obviously, I am the pinnacle of confidence in a young fella, right? <laughs> and I'm obviously a marvellous young fella, um, bestowing uh, knowledge and... Um, uh, did you... <laughs> Did you just shout yourself? I just thought story? it was the perfect thing to do when you were going on rambling there. For God's sake. Sorry, Juan. I anyway, don't mean to interrupt you. Look, fair play to me. I've turned into a fine young fella is what I'm trying to get at, right? Yeah. But they might not have been that way, Ray. Oh. Because uh, when, I, when I was in first year in school, right? Yeah. First week, nerves like were kicking in. We had just uh, joined a school where there was both girls and boys in the same school as well. You'd never been around the girls before? Yeah. Puberty was bursting out of me. Right. Right? right. Coming out through my ears. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. And social pressures were also there as well. I have to make sure nothing happens to me now on my first week of school that might actually ruin the rest of my school time. Right. So you're trying not to get embarrassed and different yeah. stuff like that. Sports day. First week to get everyone to know each other. Mm -hmm. I was saying lovely. I was good at sports when I was a kid. I was saying this is marvellous. I'm going to show everyone my physical prowess my masculinity by winning this race. What was a race? There was a race, first thing. Right. 100 metre sprint. I went in, I put on the O'Neill's, JA shorts. I put on the running shoes. You didn't we need the tracksuit jacket on, no? No, I didn't like you, no. I didn't. You didn't go with the cape. So, no, I didn't go with the cape. I was dressed in the lines like, yeah, I'm actually one of the big dicks in the school. I'm like a sports guy. Right. Okay, I'm going to run this. I'm going to win this. I'm going to get the roses thrown on me. It's going to be marvellous. Yeah. I put on the O'Neill shorts, right? That day, because the nerves were so bad, this is genuinely true, because the nerves were so bad, I had an awful upset stomach, right? So I was nervous going into first year in school. I did the same thing that you done upon the stage in Fiddlers. I said, I have to let out a little bit of a fart here. And I let it out. And I knew I was gambling. I knew I was gambling. Because right? you always do. You, right? you know you're gambling. Yeah. Go on. So Where were I, you when you did this? Out in the field, Ooh. getting ready to run 100 metres. What were you wearing? O'Neill's. O'Neill's shorts up to me. Mm. Right? right? White O'Neill shorts. Right. Right? I let it go and I said, lovely, I think that was that seemed fairly clean. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think I'm okay. I ran the 100 metres run, <laughs> right? And I, I'm not sure if I won or not. I didn't win, probably. Right? And I got back in. <laughs> To the dressing room. Right. And uh, as I was getting tugged out, I looked down the back of my leg. <laughs> 
And there was there was poo. <laughs> All down the back of your leg. Dripping down the back of my leg. And I freaked out and panicked. And I just threw on my pants, right? Right. Now to this day I don't know if anyone saw it or not. I don't think they would have because you know how vicious 13 year old. Oh, if that had been seen at all, that would have been it. You I wouldn't have been the been, guy. Oh, that's Kendi Shy Pants. Yeah. <laughs> look at Kendi Shy Pants. Kendi Brown shorts. Yeah, look at Kendi yeah. Brown shorts walking yeah. around the school. That could have been the end of me. Like, I would not be the fella I am today. Like, I would be socially awkward. You're very like, lucky. I'm so lucky no one saw me shite myself. Or if he did, if anyone remembers me shite myself, send it in. Send it in. If I had any pictures of Kendi himself. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm the pillock in the confidence now and a fine young fella. And thank God, it could have been so a, different. If I can find a photo of you all with, with O'Neill's shorts on, I will be photoshopping in the greatest <laughs> <laughs> addition to that photo. Oh, stop. Ray, I've showed you mine. Please show me yours. Okay. Oh! <laughs> What's wrong, Mark? Are you going to tell the story I think you're going to tell? What story is that? I can't even say it. Well, you have to give me a hint. You look shocked. You're sitting there now with your hands over your face. Is there a story I'm not aware of? Were you abroad when this happened? What happened when I was abroad? Oh, Remi- no. Remind me here now. Maybe there's another story that we're not thinking of. What did I do when I was abroad? There is another story that you're not thinking of. Is there? Is it another shiting story? Yeah. What was that? It's, I can't even talk about Go that. on, remind me there now. I'm okay with that. No, you're not, though. I am. Try it. We can delete it anyway. You... Okay, we can delete it anyway. Yeah, we can delete it. The, okay, well then we let's talk off off record. This here. is basically, as far as we're concerned, this is off record. Yeah, no, this has to be off record because this is. Oh, this is bad. Like. I'm on about. <laughs> <laughs> this recording will never see the light of day. <laughs> like that's the worst one you. That uh, is actually the worst one. This is actually done me feel so bad, and so this is at least we know there's one worse than this. <laughs> Had one, but it seems I do. I know. <sighs> okay. When you're a baby, okay? Okay. Obviously, you can't go to the toilet. Uh, yeah, you can't go to the toilet. No. Your mother and father, in some situations, look after your, you know, ablutions as the day goes on. Okay. Yeah, they so do. If you dirty your pants, you know, as a baby, as a child, uh, there's a change in the nappy. Mm-hmm. And I was no different as a kid. Many nappies was changed belonging to me. Of course. Now, when those nappies are being changed, is there not a, how would you put it, is there a process in which those nappies are changed? What happens? If you're changing the baby's nappy, what do you do? How okay. do you take off the shitey nappy? I, I've never changed the baby's nappy. I have, surely you've seen movies. If I've I'd, seen people yeah. changing the nappy. Yeah, so the, the, the shitey nappy gets taken off. Yeah. Right? Then it gets rolled up in a ball. Yeah, and thrown away. And thrown away. Then obviously there's a bit of cleaning done. Aye. Would you be inclined to use standard toilet paper? Or would that not burn the arse of the child? No, you can't. You have to use a baby wipe. A baby wipe? Yeah. There's another alternative to that. Okay. It's a little stuff that comes in a pink jar, and it's called Johnson's Baby Lotion. Aye. Are you familiar with Johnson's Baby Lotion? Uh, I know a bit Johnson's Baby Lotion. Yeah. Before these fancy sure. baby wipes came out, Johnson's Baby Lotion was the stuff. Yeah, it was. Because it would, it would turn any bit of toilet paper into the most effective baby wipe in the world. Yeah. Would I be right in saying that? Uh-huh. Yeah, and for sure. And then, to add real... You know, quality to the job. I dust a talcum powder. Yeah. Which apparently now gives you cancer. You can't use, I think I heard that. Everything gives you cancer now. Yeah. Right. Don't talcum powder it. anyway is not supposed to, you're not supposed to use that anymore. Ah, but apparently shite. it would leave everything. 
<laughs> so anyway, when I was a young man, that was the quality of, of arse cleaning that I was used to. Right, okay. And I tell you, it was grand. Good high quality. But at some point, the mother kind of gets you in on the potty. Right? Yeah. And you get used to doing your own shiting. Yeah. And that's what you, that's what you go at. Mm-hmm. And you go years doing that. And I did go years doing it. When I was in my teens, for some reason, my mother kept buying Johnson's baby lotion, even though there was no babies in the house. And I remember one day in the toilet, I said to myself, I'm going to give this a go. I remember it being very effective. So I tried a little dabble of this Johnson's baby lotion on the bit of toilet paper. And I gave me arse wipe. Yeah. And sure as hell. You loved it. Oh, it was great. You were I walked it. out of that toilet like a million dollars. I was, I was feeling like, it was feeling great. Yeah. So, so I kind of kept it up. <laughs> You got addicted. I'm addicted to John's baby lotion. <laughs> Not still. Still? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That uh, is mental. I love a little bit of it. You still use Johnson's baby lotion when you're wiping your ass? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But I do. I used to go over to my friend's house. He used to have a bidet. I don't know how effective a bidet really is. Squirting water up yours. Look at it. It's better than pulling out dry bit of toilet paper. I don't use Janssen's baby lotion, mate. My ass. I know a lot of people don't don't use it, and well, sometimes I get away sorry. without it. You're addicted to Janssen's baby lotion. I think I am. That's kind of sad. I'm glad that you came to me to tell me. <laughs> I'm here for you, like. Are you though? Yeah, for sure. We'll get you down. We'll well, what do you do? Like, is there some sort of course you can go on? Will we? Is there something I can come off it? Like, is it something like methadone? Yeah, we'll wean you off. Johnson's we'll... baby lotion addict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we'll wean you off it. Like, we'll get you down to the Nivea, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you down to the Nivea next. Will I be all right then? Will I? Well, slowly but surely, Ray, we'll pull you off the Johnson's baby lotion. Everyone here at the Kenji and Raybo podcast community, we're going to get behind Ray and pull him through this addiction. <laughs> I am going to have you wiping your ass dry. In the next six months. And I know that seems not feasible. You probably don't see that light at the end I of the tunnel. I can't see it, no. Uh, I will get you there, boy. Thanks for listening. And Mark. all of us will. We all will. We'll all get behind me. Yeah. Literally. We're going to get behind you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all get behind Ray. And one wipe at a time. One wipe at a time, huh? Oh, Ray. Huh? That's some way to finish it, boy. Have you had that slow? No, that's it. like to thank Stephen Cahoney for his input. That's episode 12, I think. It's episode right, it? 12, yeah. It could be monumental or it could be just grand. You wouldn't know. That's the risk we take every week, boy. This is important. Thanks, Brilliant. Keep sending us stuff. Yeah. Please keep sending us I'm stuff. I'm sweating. Yeah, should, should I do a shout-out? I want to do one shout-out, that's okay. I know we're getting we're getting loads of stuff, but there's one girl in particular I wanted to shout-out. Go on. Uh, Neve Cragen. Neve is a Donegal girl living in Dublin, and she said it's great to hear the old Western accents. So, Neve... Uh, Fair play to you, from Fairly. both for both me and you, Ray. Yeah. You say fair play to her as well. Fair play to her. Fair play to her. Fair and play Ray, to you. Fair play to me and fair play to me. Yeah, yeah. alright, yeah. We'll see you all soon. Thanks a million. Good luck. Good luck.